and bonics amen that is right oh my gosh it's another organ duck beat down uh i knew this is gonna be beat down sure if you looked on my twitter account i was complaining about how we were gonna lose how this is gonna be another disastrous walk through the desert but no nay 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 in my heart in my truest heart i knew you know as as we ran through the desert in the valley of death that's the name of this episode ripped it from a pretty good book i'm sure y'all heard of it um that is right the ducks win 49 to 22 i think it's time for a layoff on the organ a little bit all right there we go 49 to 22 it was a dominating victory uh thanks once again to Bo Nix mainly but I mean the whole offense was really killing it and even the defense the defense in that first half uh, I'm sure a lot of people want to bag on it but I don't know they're they're building towards something really nice I think there's they're obviously the weaker side of duck football but they are building towards something. Something good, I think. Uh, let's get into it. As y'all know, so this is the, the Sunday sermon. Just a real quick rundown of the duck game that happened yesterday. Uh, these are my 12 quack mandments. That is what we have landed on. They are my quack mandments. It's kind of sweaty. We use that quack pun a little bit too much, but uh, expect more of it. Now, number one, blessed Bebo Nix. That is right, blessed Bebo Nix, because I know it sounds crazy. And yes, I know it's it's it became like an actual gosh darn meme. The whole, the infamous tweet, I got it pulled up here, from Trey Bruce, which, which doomed Bo Nix in an offseason. This is the year. Bo Nix has improved so much under this new offense. He's focused. He's having fun. I wouldn't be surprised if he's a dark horse for the Heisman. That is April 17th, 2021. That season, not so good. But uh, that program, an absolute tire fire. I think that's safe to say, too. I think Auburn fans would agree. Robbie Ashford, though, hey, shout out to Robbie Ashford. I'm glad he uh, won the starting job. I don't even know if he started this. I don't, I don't watch that. SEC football. I'm too busy watching Pac-12 after dark. Shout out to the Beavers beating Stanford in crazy fashion. But anyways, Bonix, it's you can take this meme and make it real because it's real because he's killing it because he is a dark horse Heisman candidate. Um, you know, it's probably going to some SEC guy, but still, he he's absolutely playing out of his mind right now. He was 20 of 25, 265 yards, zero passing touchdowns, but three rushing touchdowns. Suddenly we got like a little Jeremiah Masoli? No, I mean, honestly, he definitely reminds you most of probably because he's white and he's wearing the number 10 and he's a quarterback. But he definitely like is reminding you of Justin Herbert when he was allowed to run, you know, when he ran before... And uh, before the collarbone injury and, you know, in big, big games when Crystal Ball's like, mm, it'd be nice to win a Rose Bowl. Maybe I will let him run. 
I don't have my duck mug. Right now I have my sloth mug. I don't know. It's cute. It's very cute. It doesn't really fit this. It's a very cute mug. Next time I'll get my duck mug out there. Uh, Bo Nix, though. And then not only Bo Nix, but he had that first half, which made it so we were able to get into garbage time real, real, real quickly. Because that first half, he was 13 of 14. He had 14 uh, completions in a row in this game. He was 13 of 14, 187 yards, 346 yards, one rushing touchdown in the first half. Hell yeah. That is awesome. That's setting you up for success. Even though that first drive, you know, the first drive wasn't successful. And really, we were lucky not to fall behind 10-0 because of that. I mean... Thank the the Pac-12 gods and uh, this guy right here, Phil Knight. Um, I'm sure he paid for that, you know, fumble in the red zone that Jane Delora did, trying to hand it off to Cowing. But DJ Johnson, he sniffed it out. You know, it was a it was a lucky fumble for us. But at the same time, DJ Johnson was there. He was there, and praise him. Praise be he. Anywho, let's get on to the next one. The carries, they do overfloweth. The carries overfloweth. And no, I'm not talking about the telekinesis prom murderer, uh, sympathetic murderer that uh, shocked the movie theaters in 1976. I don't know, I actually know when it came out. Good movie, though. Um, no, I'm talking about the ball carriers at Oregon. In Eugene, Oregon, that went down to the desert and completely demolished the Wildcats. Noah Whittington led the ball carriers, anyways, with six carries, 92 yards, one touchdown, including his 55-yard long, huge, gashing play that, I mean, just felt pretty dang good. Uh, Bo Nix was second with eight carries, 70 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, his long was that 25-yard long <laughs> rushing TD, which at that point I was like, why is Bonix out there? It's the third quarter. We're up big. They're not coming back. There's just no way. What is he doing out there? And it's like, maybe rips off a 25-yard touchdown. It's like, mm. I mean, I, it's nice. It's nice. Uh, Jordan James, 10 carries, 69 yards. Nice. Uh, one touchdown, 25-yard long carry. Uh, Bucky Irving, oh yeah, Bucky Irving, 12 carries, 67 yards, one touchdown, 23-yard long. So just huge guy. And this is what we were looking for, right? This is what people were, this is why Ducks were a two-touchdown favorite, is because we were really good at running. They can't stop the run. Sure, we had problems in the pass, covering the pass, and they were good at that, but it came down to the running. Like, if you can't stop a team from running... And if a team's especially good at running, that game's over, basically. That game is over. And it was here. Uh, yeah, we had plenty to go around. Because Sean Dollar's also gotten there. Two carries for nine yards. And then, oh yeah, Maliki Matavau. Maliki Matavau. The tight end gets that little sweep. Gets the touchdown for three yards out in our jumbo package. I love having that jumbo package. Almost more than I like having jambalaya. That's what you call it. it. It is, hell yeah. I love seeing those big boys out there. That was really fun to see. I love seeing this Oregon offense. 
uh, led by the Russian attack. It seems like Byron Cardwell, if there's not an injury, which there doesn't seem to be any indication of an injury, maybe maybe he doesn't want to be on the team anymore. I don't know. Maybe that's what's happening. Maybe someone, I don't know. Because I don't want to, and that'd be fine. You know, someone will get lucky as hell if he ends up on their team being a starting running back. But right now, he's not getting any touches, and that just seemed kind of weird. That's all I'm going to say. Seems like a good guy, though. Hope he hope he gets touches somewhere or here. But right now, don't mess with anything because it is working. Tale of the turnovers. Now, this is definitely something I should know off the top of my head, and I don't 100%, but if my memory serves me correctly... I do believe that we're five. Well, we were five and five in the turnover battle entering this game. I do believe this puts us positive with three, count them, three forced turnovers and none given up. Hell yeah. Um, those three forced turnovers. There's the first one we already brought up. DJ Johnson just lucking out, just literally the ball just bloop, placed on the ground on a silver platter for him to just gobble up. That was a really good, that was fun. Because uh, that was not scary, but, you know, it prevented a touchdown. And then, I don't know, we didn't score. I don't, yeah, we didn't score on that. But um prevented a touchdown. And we scored in seven consecutive drives. Shortly after, so we made up for it. So DJ Johnson got that fumble. Uh, then we also had the Brandon Dorless tipped ball. Hell yeah, Brandon Dorless, making his presence known, even if he's not actually bringing down Jaden Delora. Tips the ball. The tipped ball goes into the hands of Jaleel Florence, who was out there getting some real playing time, getting better and better. That's very fun to see. Very excited for him. A lot of Duck fans. All of us Duck fans are. Uh, and then we had Keon Ware Hudson collecting the fumble that Bennett Williams forced. I love Bennett Williams. Really fun player to watch. Really, really fun player to watch. Uh, yeah. And so is Dante Manning. But we're going to see him. Yep. Let's get into the next one. I hope you get this pun, everybody. The penalty man. That's right, the penalty man, which means you have to, uh, you have to bow down. Otherwise, the slicing blade will chop off your head. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Who knows what I'm talking about here? Huh? It's a good movie. The penalty man. That's right, because we all know we were coming off of was it 14 breaking penalties against Stanford. One of the most, if not the most, I forget, but one of the most penal penalized teams in the Pac-12. Uh, really bad in that front. And that's something that a good coach, conceivably, should, well, honestly should be able to fix up quickly. I mean, yes, we're in the Pac-12. And refs goddamn call everything the Pac-12. Sorry for cursing. <laughs> Forgot this is the Sunday show. We don't want any of that. 
duty here. Um, so, as I was saying, though, this is Pac-12. They're going to call everything. So that's pretty impressive that we've gotten it down quite a bit from uh, 14 to, in this game, six. Six penalties for 56 yards. And most of them, well, actually, they were split. Uh, three in the first half, three in the second half. Again, garbage time penalties, eh, they don't matter as much to me, that's for sure. You know, they're just not as crucial, and usually they're backups, and you tend to get a little lazy, you know, when you're up huge. So Bridges got that first one. He got that holding really early in the first quarter, um, which allowed them to get further down the field quickly and, and like, set up what looked like was going to be a sure score. Manning got that targeting call in the second, and that kind of messed up a whole lot of things. That was like a low point or started like the worst slump of the game for the Duck defense anyways. Because at that point, we had that targeting and it took three minutes. Uh, I mean, it, it took so long. It felt like half an hour of refs looking at the footage being like was this targeting was it this was it you know like really really dissecting it and then immediately out of that you got that huge run that 52 yarder uh I believe the touchdown you know (laughs) which um from uh Williams that you know made it I believe a two score game and suddenly I mean, it was just, it was more annoying than like, oh, they're in a threat, like, this is going to be a huge game changer. It was just clearly like, I think it was Sewell and Flo. Uh, Flo, and, and again, you know, Flo's been like out and in, mainly out due to injury throughout his entire career, but also this season. And I think he's a little, uh, he got a little off. Like, they were showing that one time that he, like, with, with the crazy eyes, you know, went to the sideline. And then immediately Jaden Dolores like snapping the ball and he kind of like was a little out of position and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so we had that that rough play and plays like that are really going to hurt us. You know, that's UCLA's bread and butter is when you do stuff like that a lot of times they're able to turn that into touchdowns. And Arizona was able to do that. So not only that, but then... There was, um, they got a big run to set up that field goal late, too, you know. And one of those penalties, so we can get into that here, was that uh, Florence, he gets that defensive pass interference. That being said, and they said this, you know, uh, the commentators did, Ted Robinson, I think, uh, that it was actually kind of smart, too, because it was like the clock was winding down. They were rushing down the field, you know. Uh, Delora goes for the end zone, I think to cowing, and Florence just kind of like drapes him. And so they he's penalized for that, but they're kind of forced to go for the field goal because now there's barely any time. And so, hey, I mean, at least to force the field goal. And like they almost missed that field You know, like they, they weren't doing super well in the kicking game. I mean, I don't think they actually missed one because um, we tried to... <laughs> freeze them out but then they miss that but then they get it but uh so yeah uh that was kind of a good penalty actually you know overall Florence did pretty well in this game 
But then you got the uh, Maliki Matavao false start. He is a tight end. So, like, offensive line, they had a pretty rough outing. I mean, pretty good outing overall. But, like, rough outing penalty-wise against Stanford. In this, there was no penalties called on the offensive line. Though there was a false start on tight end. But still. So, Maliki Matavao, he got that in the third. There's an illegal substitution in the fourth. And then also there was like a, a holding, I, I want to say, on Williams or a personal foul or something in the fourth. So yada yada, only six. Most of those in garbage, or half of those in garbage time. I'll live with it. Next one. Sellout crowd in Arizona. Down in Tucson. Sellout crowd. Over 50,000. Eager. Ready to see you in upset. And when in fact they were upset. And we showed them why they stopped showing up in the first place with the deck beat down. And I loved it. Uh, yes, that's fun. It's fun to see upset fans, isn't it? When they're not duck fans, when they're wearing that green and yellow. Yeah. And we broke whatever bad luck, if we had the bad luck. You know, in real life, we just lost a couple games to them. It wasn't all that much bad luck. It's not like the Huskies in the desert and how that is uh, a curse. Let's go on to the next one. Double-digit divine pass catchers. That is right. Double-digit divine pass catchers. Because we got, I believe, a total of 10. Count them, 10 people who caught a ball in this game. That is, first of all, Chris Hudson. Ooh-wee. Two receptions for 60 yards. One of those, a 42-yard-long bomb in the first half, which really opened it up for everybody. Uh, Chris Hudson, yeah, that was really good. He nearly got in the end zone. It looked a whole lot like that Troy Franklin catch against Wazoo. That, uh, not the nearly the touchdown, or may, maybe it was against BYU. Yeah, no, the BYU one I was thinking. Not quite as impressive, but basically looked like the same play. Uh, to the point where I actually originally thought it was Troy Franklin who caught this ball. No, but no, it was Chris Hudson. Power to him. He's, he's, he's a great threat to have right now. Uh, and Seven McGee's getting there, you know, but right now it's nice to have Chris Hudson, a similar speedster, like, got this offense down, Pat. Chase Coda, uh, three receptions for 60 yards, reliable as hell. We love our Chase Coda, number 23 out there, I do believe. And uh, his long was that 30-yard reception that was, like, it was a great, perfect route. He gave himself enough space, you know to get to the end zone, to get that ball, and it was a perfectly placed ball. And ugh, I love this offense. I love seeing us actually throw down field. Isn't it fun? Troy Franklin, somewhat of a quiet night. Three receptions for 38 yards, 27-yard long reception. Seven McGee, four receptions for 34 yards. Bucky Irving, three receptions for 30. Terrence Ferguson, oh boy, now I'm just listing numbers. Uh, Terrence Ferguson, two. Sean Dollars, three. Matavau had one, Whittington one, and then we even had Casper out there. Kyler Casper, that is right, the transfer who we've, we were excited to see, but I mean, we've just had so much talent out there, you know, but he got out there and he did as well. He got he caught his ball, so I love it. So many pass catchers. And I, I wanted to say this, this is pretty interesting just where we're at, how much better we're doing, honestly, is we've already... I do believe had more uh, completions of 40 yards or longer than we had 
all last season. And doesn't that just feel right? I mean, <sighs> oh, Cristobal. Burning Bridges. That is TriQuest Bridges. You know, uh, I I think everyone's always going to look for, like, an easy weak link, supposedly. And people are, you know, the other cornerback that isn't your star cornerback is kind of always going to be the dude that you're throwing shade at. That being said, you know, he did have that costly holding. He did get beat, you know, that one time specifically. But otherwise, you know, he had a pass defended. I, I think he, you know, actually technically had, like, uh, tied leading tackles with five. A lot of people making a lot of tackles, so it didn't really. But, like, I'm just saying lay off him a little bit, all right? Like, yes, he's not all Pac-12. But um, he's also doing well. I mean, obviously a lot of people are going to be calling for Florence. Sure, Florence is really good. Bridges isn't terrible, though. Uh, Bridges is, is losing some battles, but I don't, I don't know. I, I just want to say lay off, lay off Bridges a little. Okay, Duck fans, lay off him a little. All right. For me, for me, for Papa Chimeo, number eight, first string D should be praised. Now, in the Pac-12, I don't know who the best defense is, honestly. I have no idea. I think it changes week to week. And I'm not saying we're the best defense. No, no, no. But I will say this. I, I think this performance should be is basically like an A. Basically. I mean, if you divide it into two. Because we had garbage time. We had non-garbage time. We had a lot of our starters play basically this whole time um, uh, on, on defense. But there was a marked difference. Um in energy, I'd say. I mean, they did get that touchdown late. But otherwise, there was two mental lapses, two big mental lapses in the run game. But if you were to take their two biggest runs out, which I'm not saying, like, they were fluky, because it was like, we've had a lot of mental errors, and we've had a lot of uh, sudden, you know, like, they'll be like, we will shut down the entire run game, but there'll be one or two big runs and those are what we need to eliminate if we want to you know like if we're looking week to week at the film like though that's definitely the meant they're just mental errors they really are because we had that let's see buh, 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 buh. we had a 52 yard long from williams and we had a 43 yard long from coleman that's a total of 95 yards now if you put back in the 30 sack yards from Jaden Delora that they, you know, for some reason count in college rushing yards. They got 145 total rushing yards. And so 95 of that was on two rushing plays that very much could have been prevented. Uh, and, you know, with the minus the sacks, like you could have, the stat line could have been like 20 yards rushing. We're nearly there. We need to get rid of the mental errors. Those two things. One of them, especially after that, after the ejection, it was very clear. It was just like we just weren't there in the game for that play. And that stuff like that can change us to it will suddenly make us look more elite on the stats. But other than that, um, first year, Dan Lanning, head coach, you know, defense is gelling. 
we're not it's not completely all the guys like 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 on offense I think it's like you inherited something amazing on defense this is still something we're working though there's great talent obviously there's five star talent a lot of four star talent but it's just not fully gelling there so I'm basically allowing like if we if we force someone to get a field goal that's a good thing like praise be to us but uh it's these touchdowns these long runs we got to fix this in non-garbage time. Bible time. As in, we're going into the bye week, as is UCLA, which means Chip Kelly gets one week to game plan for us. One of the, you know, this is like the game of the Pac-12. This could be the game of the week because game day could be coming to Eugene, Oregon. Oh, yeah. That'd be something. Because this, this is a huge game. This seems like it's really deciding uh, a lot of the Pac-12 here. With the way t- these two teams are doing, we get a week of, you know, healing up. Hopefully, Jones will be back for the offensive line. Though the offensive line is doing super well, it'll just be nice to have that. Um, otherwise, uh, Dante Manning, who's ejected, luckily it was in the first half, so he'll be back for that game. You know, there's not there's not going to be too many uh, absences really. Like we're pretty full healed we'll be able to fully lock in on ucla god i hope we win that game phil knight please number 10 third down i thought this is an interesting stat for oregon in this game it really shows how dominant we were uh, <laughs> because for third down oh and i just want to say this just a, a stat just uh because we were talking about the d a little bit Arizona, their passing game was like that was their bread and butter with all their really impressive receivers. And, you know, Jaden Laura can sling it. He's mobile. He's good. Uh, good scrambler. They were averaging 340 passing yards per game. We held them to 241. Hey, that's pretty good. Uh, and then, so for this third down stat, now... We were four of eight, which is like, okay, whatever. But it's like only eight third downs. That could be disastrous. But it actually, in our case, shows how dominant we were. Because three unsuccessful third downs, those happened during garbage time. So past the point where we were up 49 to 13, basically. All three uh, three of those, anyways, unsuccessful third downs. Um and then we were two of three on third down in the first half, which means we only got three first downs because that was the the few times where it took that many times to get a first down. Usually, it only took us one or two plays to get a first down, and we were just marching down the field like crazy, which is why we were able to build that uh, 28 to 13 lead just with only three thirds. Three third downs. Like, I thought it was amazing. Blasphemous 11. What do I mean by that? By that, I mean, well, clearly the Ducks are, are the most holy, the the, the true uh, bastion of, of all college football, uh, and everyone should convert to our way and become Duck fans to help us get to that one ultimate goal, the national champion. That being said the other 11 in this conference for now for now there's 11 they are known as the bottom 11 and i thought we should take a peek at them where we're at right now 
as we know, there's basically no divisions anymore. But, uh, yeah. It's just the top two will play each other in the Pac-12 championship game. At the very tippy-tippy top, per se, I guess, is USC. They are 6-0. and 4 and 0 in conference play because they've already they've already, you know, they're they've played one more conference game because they're playing that Notre Dame game later. Um they are ranked number 6 in the country. Uh UCLA right behind them, so that means that bye get af- after this bye week, that's that is the game. That is absolutely going to be huge. 6 to 0, uh 4 0, uh sorry, uh 3 0 in conference play. Then we got number 12 Oregon. Five and one overall, three and zero in conference play. Excited as hell. I mean, basically a three-way tie. Basically a three-way tie. Those are the three teams right now that really look like they got a shot. And like honestly, I know a lot of people like to write off like once you win one lose game, one game in the Pac-12, they're like, oh well, you're done. Like you can't make it to the playoffs. And that's not even my goal. My game, my goal in the end. I'm not one of those people that's like playoff or bust. I freaking love Rose Bowls um, that don't have anything to do with the playoffs. Those are like my favorite games. <laughs> but uh, making the playoffs and if there happens to be a Rose Bowl involved, that's always nice. But. Uh, that being said, I think if I think a one-loss Pac-12 champion, if you also win the Pac-12 championship, they they're at least a really, 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 really good shot at making it, if not a lock, pretty close to a lock. I personally think, you know, only one loss, I think you're in. So Ducks still have a shot, especially when it's like you got the best loss ever. Week one against Georgia. Even if Georgia completely implodes, it's not going to be a bad loss. Like, honestly. They're just too talented and good in last year's national championship. And SEC, and it was week one. Like, And we've looked completely different since then. We're still in it, but I mean, not, not that I think we're even going to make it or that we're not going to drop at least one game, honestly. But we're still in it. These three teams are still national title contenders. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of nice. We'll see what happens. Below that, number 11, Utah. That is right. That's probably going to change. I think these are old, obviously. Uh, four and two, two and one in conference play. So they're still very much in it, but they have lost conference game. Then we got three and two, one and one, California. Four and two, one. And then all these basically are tied with one and two conference records in Washington, Washington State, Oregon State, Arizona, and Arizona State. All of them, I mean, they're not out of it, but it seems unlikely. Even though we're only halfway through, it seems unlikely that it'll be one of those teams. Uh, who? I mean, who knows? Then we got Colorado, who is 0-2, 0-5. God, I hope they don't take that beautiful winless streak away from Washington. They used to be the only Pac-12 team that had ever done that. And now I'm afraid. I'm afraid Colorado's going to steal that from them. And Stanford, who lost in hysterical fashion to Oregon State. Oh, so damn funny. So, so, so funny. Eh. Sometimes you you end church with a laugh, y'all. And I'll tell you what we also end church with. We also end church with a Skodex. Skoducks? Can I get a Skoducks? Skoducks, please? 
can I get one of those Skoducks before I go? Skoducks. Skoducks. Let's go, Ducks. 